Welcome, welcome back to After Duty Hours. This is episode nine. We are back from the Freedom Fest episode. If you haven't checked it out, I would highly recommend that you check it out. And for all of our Spotify and Apple listeners or any other platform that we're on, uh, that episode was exclusive on YouTube. So if you're wondering why we're jumping numbers here, um, that episode is just on YouTube. And I have to say, uh, another big shout out to my team in the background. Um, they're always here with me, supporting me. Uh, without them, I would not be able to do this. Um, they take a lot of workload off of me um, where I don't have to worry about things. So I just want to, you know, we're out here literally after duty hours um, providing the best entertainment we can to all KMC and anybody else who's, you know, uh, wanting to take a listen to our podcast. And without further ado, I'm all, uh, your host, Renee Flores Jr., and I got a very special guest with me today. I have Amanda Fumano. How are you doing? Doing great. That's good. Um, oh, I almost forgot the disclaimer, but before we continue, this podcast has no affiliation with Ramstein Air Base, U.S. military branches, or the U.S. government. Thought I, that's very important not to very forget important. that. Yeah. But have you watched any episode? I know you didn't. You don't have to watch all of them, but have you watched here and there a few oh, episodes? Yeah. yeah, I've watched quite a few. Oh, uh-huh. all the way through. Maybe yeah. not all at once. No, all yeah. Oh yeah. wow! Nice. Yeah, I did a I did a drive back from Switzerland that was pretty long, and and I just went ahead and played them. Mm-hmm. So I didn't watch, but I yeah. listened. Yeah, which, obviously. Which one did you just... happen to watch? Oh my goodness! I think I I think I've seen all of them now, except for the the live from Freedom Fest. I did not see that okay. one. Yeah, yeah, that was a little bit of a fun episode. Yeah. We weren't really talking much. We were just pulling random people. Yeah. Um, I mean, Courtney in the back, uh, she was bringing people in, yeah. and then we just got yeah. to know them really quick, and then uh, we asked them like like american history questions and oh whatnot. really yeah okay, and if and if you, they won it. you got like a free slushie or whatnot oh, nice. okay so yeah i saw but, you guys working but didn't get a chance to listen oh uh, yeah it was and then it started to rain so we had to cut it short so mm-hmm. but what do you think about the podcast so far oh i love it i think it's great to have uh have something by the airmen for the airmen mm-hmm. it's good i like I, the rules too i think yeah. it's i think it's nice to sometimes you know, you can still respect people and strip down the formalities and and have a have a discussion. So it's good. Yeah, that that's one of the many things focus on this podcast is kind of humanizing kind of everybody and making everybody realize that we're all kind of in the same boat here. We are. Um, yeah. We're all you know serving overseas. Some not with families. Some got their family here because mm-hmm. they're old enough, and then they got you know their families, whether it be a husband, wife, and then their kids and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's very important to kind of like we all have something in common. Uh, now let's kind of just like learn learn about each other and even give each other kind of mentorship in some of the subjects. So oh, yeah. that's kind of the objective that I see with people who have more military experience Mm -hmm. i kind of tend to focus on the episode being more about like mentorship and like something that you can take away from the episode and when it comes down to the younger junior enlisted um they can kind of just provide good entertainment something that you know younger enlisted can also relate to like if it has to do with like the work or you know living in the dorms and stuff like that Mm -hmm. of what they do to kind of like keep busy yeah definitely um so let's get started i kind of want to start off with just easy topics like give give us your hometown background upbringings okay where are you from yeah uh so i am a military brat uh my dad was a pilot in the navy 
Um, I was born in Europe at uh, Rota Naval Air Station over in Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't live there all that long. He switched into the reserves, and we went back to uh, Delaware for a little bit and lived with my grandparents. And then he got a job with American Airlines, and we moved to Willow Grove, Pennsylvania, which is right outside of Philadelphia, and uh, and then moved again after that to a place called Doylestown, Pennsylvania, and that's where I grew up. So started mm-hmm. off a military brat, but soon transitioned into more of a civilian kid. So most of my upbringing was Philly suburbs. So okay, yeah. man, that that seems like a lot. I don't know how. I mean, I'm expecting as well. You know that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's gonna be kind of crazy. My kid's gonna be born in Ger- uh, Germany as well. Yeah. So like, I don't. Yeah. I mean, we have a couple of plans of what we want to do. We kind of want to go back to the states a little bit, and then maybe mm-hmm. I'll do like a short tour in Korea to get me back overseas, and maybe go to Japan. So like. I mean, there's a lot of possibilities. Um, we're just taking, you know, you know, one tree at a time to, you know, kind of yeah. see where we're trying to go, uh, one step at a time. Yeah, I got a whole bunch of kids, so so kind yeah. of walking through the military career with four children in tow, mm-hmm. and they're, you know, ten, eight, six, and three. So they are starting to have opinions about where we move to, and oh, okay. they are forming, you know stronger bonds with friends and oh, uh, yeah. getting getting angry when PCS time comes because they have to say goodbye to friends. So yeah. trying to build it to be um, to be a positive in that we're growing their resilience, giving them uh, adventures, understanding that yeah. they're going to have to deal with and process emotions as we as we go through each move. So it's definitely had, hard to be a parent yeah, of military brats. Yeah. I had no idea. I don't know why I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. And like. I mean, that's got to like, yeah. that's the stuff that you see in movies when it's like the first scene where the yeah. the girl or the boy is moving to a new school and she's yeah. like staring at the window. She's yeah. so upset. And now she's got, you know, she gets picked on yeah. and whatever. Like, I don't even know. But mm-hmm. um, I kind of want to like ride that subject a little bit. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so like, do they usually win of where you're trying to go? Or? Oh, we, I, they don't get any say in it. Oh, Unfortunately, okay. I, like, <laughs> I, I wish they did. Uh, I wish they had a, a little bit more say. I would say that um, the career field that I'm in is uh, is very, very good about listening to its members. And, um, and if there really was a hardship, mm. they would work with me. Have so. they ever been to the States yet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is, uh, so we spent, um, my oldest two were born in South Carolina, uh, we're stationed at Shaw, and then we moved very shortly after that to Hawaii, um, and then my third was born there, and then we moved to Ohio, and my fourth was born there, um, and then after Ohio, we came out here, so. Mm-hmm. On average, yeah. how long do you stay at a base? Uh, well, so, um, uh, earlier in my career, it was three years, uh, I think it was yeah, three years, three and a half years in Hawaii, um, four years at Lackland in Texas, but a year of that was Texas. deployed. Yeah, a year that was deployed, <laughs> though, so I can't really claim four years in, yeah. in San Antonio. Um, but now we're on, like, the two-year plan, so okay. command tours are two years, yeah. and uh, the job I'm going to next in Ohio is two years. Yeah. And uh, and so we, we expect either two years or one-year turns uh, in probably for the rest of my career. Yeah, I was just kind of curious to see like the friendships they build within that year mark. And I mean, if you make a friend like in three, I mean, me and Marcy have been friends for almost about a year now. And like, I can't imagine like he's going to be gone. (laughs) So, I mean, it kind of sucks. But I mean, I had to say goodbye to some good people already Mm -hmm. at Ramstein, my my first base. So it's like... uh, 
We try to say it's see you later, it's not goodbye. Yeah. So at least for our older kids, that's kind of working right now. Yeah. Um, well, at least there's FaceTime now. I mean, it's not yeah. like you're Oh, that's a whole other my... topic. I've got, my oldest is only 10, so social media is not really a thing yet oh, for them. Oh, okay, and yeah. Well, that's important. I, I kind of agree with yeah. that. So um, it's, yeah, the all different things that are brought up there, you know, how early do you give a, a young military kid a phone if they want to keep in contact with their friends from other bases? So oh, yeah, so we're, we're crossing a whole bunch of new hurdles You're right now. You're kind of like getting me kind of like Nervous in the thinking it. process of like, <laughs> man, these are stuff I haven't really considered yeah. yet. But I mean, 10 years is a long time from from now. It feels like it. It'll yeah, go by I, very quickly. Yeah, yeah. I, mm -hmm. I see um, kids grow up really fast. Mm -hmm. um, my wife took care of a kid once yeah. um like not able to walk it just you had to yeah. do everything for the baby mm -hmm. and now he's walking and moving everywhere yeah. i'm like man how long has it been and they yeah. it's like a year right yeah, yeah. i'm like yeah this guy's already up and around like yeah. you know that's kind of crazy but tell us do you have any hobbies or hidden talents oh, that gosh. we don't know hobbies or hidden talents um I wouldn't call them hidden. I don't have many hobbies because I, my normal duty day is about 10 hours oh, when we're man. not surging. Yeah. Um, and then I have four kids at home. So um, oh, my my children are my hobby. But um, I, I do have interests. Um, I love playing the piano. And uh, I have a, well, it's packed up right now because we're moving. But mm -hmm. I have a um, an electric keyboard, but it's weighted keys. So it, it plays like a real piano. Oh. Um, and I, I got that uh, when I first graduated from college. And I've moved it with me on all of our PCSs mm -hmm. and now my oldest two um, play piano they actually had their lesson today and uh, and yeah we're gonna get my third into piano when we move so so that is a passion of mine it's okay. I, I don't know if I call it a hobby I don't get to play yeah. all that much but if are you, I am, are you like super good I, no, I wouldn't say that. I can Are, sit can down. Can you play like the Interstellar like theme song thing? You know what I'm talking <laughs> I about. I play classical, so I so okay. I don't know. But uh, it's I'm not sure what that is. Uh, uh, maybe the if movie I achieve Interstellar music. where he's like, uh, who's the actor? Somebody. She's good at she's good at that stuff. <laughs> I am not good at that at all. <laughs> Interstellar, you gotta know Interstellar. It's you where he it. goes how, on what the. What does it sound like? Oh, he. <laughs> Oh, I don't know how it sounds like, but her sister knows how to play it. Yeah. And I just cool. love hearing it because, yeah. like, the score on that whole movie is yeah. just, they did a really good job mm -hmm. of, you'd be crying to the music and really? nothing be happening. Oh, man. Uh, Matt. Okay, yeah, yeah, he's like, uh, he see. goes Maybe on. Maybe I have. I'm really bad at remembering movies. He goes on, like, a mission to save Earth because okay. the NASA has chosen him to re-enlist yeah. or so, something like that yeah. so they have to go into this wormhole that appeared in jupiter yeah but the longer they're away earth time is moving faster so i don't want to spoil it yeah yeah don't don't because i don't i don't now i don't think i have seen it yeah, yeah. but it's oh it's super i don't good. get to like, watch too I, many movies so. yeah i don't really watch <laughs> movies over and over again but that's a movie You'll i can watch it again i can yeah, definitely fair. watch it over again yeah, I'm mostly classical, but my whole goal with that hobby is mm -hmm. that if I am super high stress and I just need to decompress, I can go down, because we kept it in our basement. We had a nice basement here. Um, go down the basement and just pull out some sheet music and just play. And mm -hmm. I even have headphones, too, that I can put on and just kind of retreat into that. That's so. really cool. I did not yeah. know that. That's, that's yeah, actually really cool. I don't know if it's really a cool. hidden talent, but... I, I think, nah, I mean, piano is... I mean, any... Mm -hmm. The piano, I feel like, is one of the hardest instruments to play. Yeah. I mean, even well. Like, just how I think guitar or something like that. I feel like saxophone, I mean, saxophone is still hard to master. I mean, I think every instrument is. But at mm -hmm. least with the saxophone, you just have to worry about your embouchure and then just yeah. pressing the buttons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but 
with the keyboards. I don't know the combinations. <laughs> you in. would if you learned it, you'd be yeah. fine. Yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll take some time to learn it, but I think it's time we learn why and when you joined the military. Okay. Um, Oh, this is going to sound like such a lame reason. No. I've heard everybody gives really good reasons for joining. Um, so honestly, uh, like I said, my dad was Navy. Um, I, I don't think I knew what I wanted to do uh, mm -hmm. when I grew up, when I was uh, graduating from high school. Um, I, I had the grades and the extracurriculars to get into college. And, um, and so I said, well, okay, that makes sense. That's the next step, right? Um, so, uh, at that point, you know, my parents were saying, yeah, Hey, maybe you want to look into some scholarship options, you know, yeah. uh, we're not funding your full, your full ride to school. So let's see what our options are. Um, and I wanted to go to the university of Delaware cause that's where my parents had gone. Um, and my dad had actually suggested, he said, you know, you can apply for a, an ROTC scholarship. And I said, well, what does that mean? I don't really want to be in the military. And, you know, so then he kind of walks me through it and he's like, you can apply to two of the three services at the time. You know, you could either do Navy, Air Force or Army. And, um, and I decided to apply for Navy and for Air Force. And so I got picked up for scholarships for both. And, um, and then I just had to choose. And it depends on what schools you get into and then what scholarships you get. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, yeah, so I got a four-year scholarship through the Air Force and I picked Air Force because uh, they didn't have Navy um, at University of Delaware. And, mm -hmm. uh, and I was kind of stuck between, uh, between, I think it was Boston University and, um, and uh, University of Delaware, and I decided to go closer to home and where, you know, I was a legacy from my parents. And yeah, uh, and yeah I, had a, I had a great time in ROTC. I probably wasn't the best cadet. Um, <laughs> I was in a sorority. Uh, I was a biological science major. I wanted to be a doctor. Can we ask what sorority? Yeah, uh, Kappa Alpha Theta. Oh, yeah. wait. Um, there, are there colors uh pink green nope oh no. okay i'm, I'm nah, wrong nah. i thought i'd yeah okay. no i it's a it's black and gold so oh, okay yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay. no i really enjoyed my time in 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 theta i mean i'm still a theta but um yeah so i i was kind of on that you know i was i was in the laboratory until all hours of the night mm -hmm. you know i was going to socials with my sorority and mm -hmm. then Do having you still to, talk to your link uh i to my link Oh, like well, my my sorority sisters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. still talk to yeah. them. Yeah. I I mean I almost joined uh, a you know one over whenever I was in oh, college. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it just never worked out. And I had a friend, a close friend, that was uh, he just he didn't like tell me what they were doing, but he just yeah. told me some terms. And okay. Link is okay. the one that was right next to them the entire time. Oh, you got know, you. That kind of took it. you through the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if they use that term. I can't remember. It's been a very long time. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, no, but that's I. That's really cool. Yeah, and, and you know, it's funny because you go through and uh, and it also makes some money as well. I was managing a DP dough. It's like a calzone place. It's okay. there's only they're usually only at college campuses. So, I was working there and and yeah, I wasn't sleeping. I don't even know how. I don't sleep that much now, but I don't know how I got through college because yeah. you know we had PT you know every day at like five in the morning oh, or yeah. six in the morning, whatever it ended up being. I know it was early and I didn't sleep all that much, so um, I wasn't a very enthusiastic cadet because I was always showing up to PT very, very tired and oh, yeah. just wasn't now, all into now we, it. Now we still be doing it now. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but now I love it. I really enjoy it now. I mean, yeah, yeah, I like it too. I mean, I know on PT days now, like, I don't know how I wake up, but I wake up. Yeah. And then like on non-PT days, it's not like I wait until the last second. Yeah. But uh, I wait until the last second. That way I can show up at 645 exactly a good time. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, but on PT days, I'll, I'll wake up at five ready to go for some reason. Yeah. I, I mean, I enjoy it. I mean, I like the uh, the running portions yeah. and stuff like that. Pop in the music, just jam. 
yeah. flow through the the exercises. There's something about all coming together and working out together that I think is a it's nice. Yeah. It's nice. I didn't appreciate it when I was in college, so I can understand that a lot of our teammates don't appreciate it because at that age I did not appreciate nah, it. I, I think you can find some good <laughs> moments. Like I don't know if you were there when we were turning the tires and we were like carrying the. Were you there? Yeah, yeah, the tire flipping. Yeah, I sure did. Oh my gosh, yeah. me and Marcy had a fun time. Like, but yeah. it was just funny. And like, honestly, that workout was just yeah. hard because I was laughing the entire time. Yeah. So that was making me out of breath. But yeah, I mean, exactly. it, it was fun. So I could see the camaraderie mm -hmm. that you're you trying to build. It's not just. I mean, like you said before, it's like if you're depending on two PT <laughs> a month, no, a yeah, month yeah, yeah, and yeah, you're keep probably you know, yeah, that's not good. It's not. That's not what it, it's designed for. Right. So I can exactly. agree with that. Yeah, so, uh, so I got the scholarship. At yeah. All right. Shout out to our first technical difficulty live while we're recording the yeah. show. Uh, we're back and we were just leaving off when you were talking about after you getting your scholarship and choosing Delaware. Yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, I, I was really in the mentality that this was a really good career starter. I would do it mm -hmm. for four years to to pay back the scholarship. And then from there, um, I'd go in, I'd get a civilian job. Yeah. And as I got further into ROTC, I, you know, I kind of changed. Hey, maybe I want to be a physician's assistant. Maybe I want to apply to the to the um, military medical school and everything. Mm -hmm. um, and it didn't work out for me. They didn't have any slots for ROTC cadets at the time. Um, so then I was a little disgruntled. And you know, they told me, well, what do you want to put on your dream sheet for your jobs? And I said, well, I don't care, right? I don't care. I, I'm not <laughs> going to do. I'm a I'm a biological science major, and now I'm not going to get to go pre med or whatnot. And yeah. so I just don't care. Right. Uh, and I had a really good mentor, you know, we were talking about mentors earlier. I had a really good mentor. He's still in the Air Force, uh, another logistics uh, officer. Um, and he just happened to be one of the cadre at the school at the time. So, you know, any AFSC can do that. But um, he just happened to be the one who I was working for. And he said, well, you should really put down logistics. And, you know, I was like, mm, I don't what is that? Right. And he yeah. was like, well, it's, you know, you know how trucks move stuff. And I was like, sure. And he's <laughs> like, it's like that. And I was like, I don't want to be a truck driver. And he's like, it's not that. And I was like, fine so I put that down as number one and just so happens that's what I got and yeah. and if if you were to ask me now if I could go back and change my career there's not not for one second would I change it that mm. was absolutely the best decision I ever made was putting down logistics as number one so yeah. I um, think yeah I think for mine um uh, Mine was like the seventh choice that I got oh really yeah I mean <laughs> you I went number one was number I one. totally forgot I think I don't I don't know the name of the job anymore yeah but he was telling me because I scored pretty good on my. I mean, I tested when I was twenty, like twenty three, yeah, or twenty four, like years after high school. Uh, so I had to brush up on some some things that the the ASVAB was talking about. Um, but I scored pretty good to where I, I had a like almost all the jobs available nice. for for me to pick. Yeah, um, and so we went through it. There was one job. It was talking about like precise measurements mm -hmm. and like. I don't know what and what it wasn't like a a, a load master but yeah, like it like was female stuff i don't know it was something i, I don't want to say chemicals but it was like Maybe. something to where it was like you have to like do math and like i don't even know and i was like sure that sounds fun and yeah. it found it sounds challenging yeah. i put like weather on there i was yeah. like it'd be kind of cool to you know learn about that stuff mm -hmm. and then i put um i mean i got like a, a the the lower score out of the four subjects i got like and the mechanical one, the M or whatever, mm -hmm. I got like the, the bare minimum forty-seven yeah. for the 
for it to be a mechanic. And that's what they grabbed you for? And that's what like, they that's grabbed it. me. Well, that's actually, that was my second contract. Okay. So I actually okay. got out of a, like, I got out of a job. Um, that's It's not a long story, but, I mean, it was just unfortunate what happened. So I had to move out of my apartment because I could no longer own it. Gotcha. Um, sister helped out with, you know, breaking the lease. So, again, shout out Monica. They're always looking out for me. Yeah. Um, and then I went back home. I helped a family member with uh, their job. That didn't kind of work out. Mm-hmm. So, and this was peak COVID. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, it was 2020, and I it was in the summer, and I got out of Meps October 2019, still waiting mm-hmm. for something. Oh no. Yeah. Um. And I remember I got my first contract available mm-hmm. for I think it was ammo. Okay. Um, yeah. and at the time my goals were not to de- uh, deploy or be overseas. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so the recruiter was nice. He was like, you could take this one, but th- these people fly, uh, go all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, okay, I appreciate you. And then I get, you know, two T3 next. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Um, and, and like, it, I'd really try not to make the decision rush. Like yeah. I'm out of a job. I'm, yeah. I don't want to get out of my mom's house. I got no money. Yeah. Um, so I'm really not trying to make the decision based on like, I just need to get one of these and just right. sign my name. Right. And my dad, I talked to my dad about it. He was like, it, it kind of be good for me to learn of yeah. that trade. And, you know, you know, I've definitely know a lot more than I, you know, before I got into military. Oh, yeah, sure. So I, I really do appreciate the time that I got to learn here. Yeah. Um, so that's the one I chose, and then I, I shipped off in August, and the rest short, is uh, yeah, shortly, <laughs> yeah. and now I'm here, and I'm overseas now. Mm-hmm. So there it's like go, I right? I talked to Rebecca. I was like, yeah. Hey, what do you think? Should I put down Ramstein? You mm-hmm. know, in the middle of Germany, even though we were planning just to stay states, and you know, yeah. now we're here. So <laughs> yeah, and so uh, so how do you all feel now that you're expecting and you're overseas and you're away from family? What is she, what's the thoughts now? She she doesn't <laughs> mind staying overseas. I said, I'm going back to the States. Oh, okay. So I said, just yeah. give me a little bit going back to the States. I'm not saying like anything bad about Germany. I think Germany is an amazing place yeah. and anybody can take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. I just didn't do my part. So that's yeah. not on Germany's fault. That's my fault. Yeah. Um, but I just have a desire to kind of have a home. And I, I understand like the state, I'll still be moving in the States. Mm-hmm. But like I picture like a home backyard Mm -hmm. grilling in the backyard yeah you know just there's nothing wrong with that yeah so like i i just felt like i I wanted that now and like Mm -hmm. if i have it for three years maybe i'll get over it and be like all right let me do a short tour and let's let's keep keep it going because i I don't know if i want to stay in just for 20 i might do a little bit more Mm -hmm. um i know somebody uh close that you know that was in for like that's been in for 36 years i don't want to name any names but he's um, but whenever I heard that at the lunch, yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, 36. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I did kind of go on my pay after, or not my pay, <laughs> but the, 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 the pay chart. Yeah. I was like, let me see. I was like, what does that look like? Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. um, what's one thing most people don't know about you? Oh goodness. Um, well, you know, other I, than piano, yeah, we right. know that now. Yeah, uh, no, I and I, I try to share it with people because I like to be very. I think it makes it a little bit easier. Um, I am, I'm a 
very much an introvert. I am very, very introverted. Um, and, and I have a lot of social anxiety. Mm. So, um, and that has, I have said that at, um, at different, uh, different events where we've had a bunch of airmen together to talk, you know, we I mean, do that weekly. I, it doesn't seem like and it. That's, so, and that's usually what I get is people are like, nah, like you're always talking in front of people. Yeah, you and, keep and it I, short and sweet. Yeah, and like, I, try, I, think, I try to <laughs> I, No, but it's like every word makes sense and everything you said just pieced well together and you said and then it was you know that's i mean i feel that way i mean i mean when you list out your three b's i know it's something (laughs) different and i was really trying to remember your three b's the be humble yeah and something uh, i think the last one is be ready or yeah yeah be proud be humble be ready that's my uh, yeah that's for promotion there you go (laughs) yeah you know it's funny i i I think you had mentioned something about that to uh to uh chief and he had come in he had talked to me about it and yeah, somebody did. There you go. There you go. And and he was like, "What? What are your three? What are your three Bs?" And uh, and I was like, "Oh man, I haven't talked about my three Bs in a while." And and you know why that is? So so part of and this is funny. So you ask, "What's something that people don't know?" Well, yeah, I have social anxiety. So being an introvert and having social anxiety, uh, when I uh, get up in front, because being you know being the position I'm in, you're constantly getting up in front of people and talking. So uh, one of the ways that you know, and, and maybe it's just me, maybe it's other people who have social anxiety too, is that you tend to read people's body language a lot because you're looking for feedback on and, and mm, is what I'm saying yeah. okay are people like annoyed by what I'm saying or you know you're looking you're, for eye contact because yeah, yeah. if people start dozing off right but but also people's nonverbals tell you a lot so um sometimes we'll leave we'll leave um those luncheons where we have everybody together to talk and and you know I just right off the bat I'm like wow that was that was terrible. You know, the body language was just, they didn't want to hear me. They didn't want to talk to me, you know, because oh, okay. uh, people are very loud with their body language sometimes. So, um, I, I was telling chief that, uh, when, uh, when we were, uh, uh, when we were going out and doing the individual promotions and, uh, and before we started doing the promotion ceremonies with the, with the big group, um, I was saying the three Bs so much that, you know, the nonverbals I was getting from the group oh, was as soon like, as you started stop it. it. Yeah, <laughs> stop. We're done with the three Bs. We don't yeah. want to hear it anymore. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I truly do believe that, right? So there's a yeah. big piece of it to say, you know, hey, this is a promotion, whether it be, you know, you're getting you know, your first stripe or yeah. you're getting, you know, whether by time stripe. or actually earning yeah, exactly. it by, you know, a I test I mean, we or all something. earn it, right? Yeah. So, you, I mean, we're all sacrificing exactly. the time to earn it. And yes. I think, you know, you're be proud has a good meaning to it. It's like, it, it's good to feel mm-hmm. proud of yourself and happy oh, for yeah. yourself that you've, you've come this far, just minus back five years, you know, oh, yeah. in the, in the situation yes. where the better, yes. whether it was bad or good, yes. be proud that you're here now. And that you, you, I mean, not to say that they didn't have a purpose before, but like you, you're actually doing yeah. something. You should be happy for that. And then, you know, mm-hmm. be humble is also very important to follow up yep. is don't, don't have don't carry too much pride to where you get a, over or your just head know you didn't get there by yourself right yeah so i think that's a big exactly. part of it the be proud is you know there's so many things wrapped up in it. not just that your own accomplishments but be proud of the uniform you wear be proud of the new rank you're wearing and what that rep- represents um just yeah be proud of everything that you've done but then the be humble f- following that is really about like yes be in that pride and celebrate yourself and what you've done but also celebrate the team that's brought you where you are right yeah, and exactly. and recognize that we don't get any 
anywhere by ourselves. You know, mm. the accomplishments that you have are because of the people around you. Yeah. And that's not just in the in, in the office, but it's also at home and it's also the people exactly. who raised you and everything yeah. else, right? Yeah. So, and then the, the be ready is just, yeah. you know. Because you the, gotta step up. You have to step up, right? Yeah. Every time, I mean, it, 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 maybe in other jobs you don't, but when, you know, in, in, yeah. in the Air Force. I'm actually feeling the effects of, you know, being ready yeah. and stepping into that new role. Yeah. I think, um, I didn't think it would come so fast. I yeah. mean, it, it's good for me. It's good for me to learn. So what's changed in your mentality? I think I'm caring about more of the, the younger enlisted the below team. me. Yeah. Um, because I know the things I wanted to achieve and kind of missed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just really always trying to give them pointers i mean ultimately i can't walk them there yeah uh but i i'm always giving them pointers mm-hmm. um i think this is a good example i won't say any names um and it's not that bad but there was somebody who was showing up late a few times mm-hmm. i mean we're not talking about hours late yeah but you know i'm showing up on time mm-hmm. my first internal reaction was like Man, this guy needs to be punished and whatnot. Right, <laughs> like right, I'm, right. I'm over here showing up early. Yeah. Why? Why is? But I kind of approached it different. So mm-hmm. I took a slight second to rethink it, and I approached. I pulled that airman to the side, mm-hmm. and I said, "I was like, hey man, how, how, how's everything going? You okay?" Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, "Yeah." And I was like, um, "Are you are you just not getting enough sleep? Like, are you sleeping late?" He was mm-hmm. like, "No, I'm, I'm, I'm sleeping, but I'm just not getting enough." like good enough sleep or something like that yeah. and i was like oh you you know call medical or something like you know get get that checked up because i mean you know the stress especially here on ramstein it, it could it could kind of get to you yeah. and kind of mess with you so i mean and i know medical can help with that with uh-huh. something you know with studies and whatnot so like i think that i don't know if i would have acted like that before i probably would have mm-hmm. but now that i've been stepped into a bigger role i kind of was yeah. like you know, let me you got help my supervisors now. and yeah. kind of first at hand, mm-hmm. let, let me figure out what, yeah. you know, what, instead of taking it at a face value, let me, let me yep. see if there's something deeper going on here. So, so yeah. I, I didn't do that ever before. So mm-hmm. that's uh, a I'm big going. thing that I have to keep in mind and, and that I, I talk to, you know, the, the flight leadership and everything in my position to think about, you know, there with, especially in, with our team, there are not, for the most part, they're not bad airmen. They're, and that's big A airmen, so yeah. people who serve, right? Um, it, but the missteps that we do, whether it's being late or, or making a mistake or getting in trouble or whatnot, uh, those are normally symptoms of something else, right? So um, I like that uh, you've got the start with why book. So what you were doing was was listening and starting with why. Yeah, so, you know, what what was the reasoning behind this member, you know, being late? Uh, and then the be ready piece and, and stepping into that new role and understanding that now you are accountable for other people and not just yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, in, and that starts at a peer leadership level where, where you feel a sense of responsibility for your teammates to bring them along with you right in the right direction. So if you see somebody that's kind of going, going the wrong way and you need to give them a vector check, um, 
um, even when you're not in an authority position over somebody, you can still say, hey, come with me, let's go do this this way, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of allowing them to just say, hey, that's not my problem. You know, I've got myself to worry about. Yeah. Uh, you, you feel like you have a responsibility for those around you. And that's when we talk yeah. about peer leadership. You know, when we see that, we yeah. see those people that are taking other individuals that might be at the same level as them uh, laterally and just taking them under their wings and walking with them and saying, yeah, you're, you seem like you're struggling a little bit because of whatever. Yeah. Um, come with me. I'll show you the right way to do it. Right. Yeah. I think that's really important what she, uh, uh, I mean, I'm going to skip one of the subjects here because I feel like this is a good kind of transition point to leading in like the main topic we're talking yeah, about sure. is leadership. Um, so here's my little transition question. Um, do you think when it comes to leadership, a, a person is just born with it or can it be learned? Oh, goodness. That's a tough question. Or it could be both. Whew. Yeah, I, you know, I, I do think that there are people that are, that are more driven to lead. Um, yeah, that's tough because you do hear people talking about kids that have just this born drive to, you know, to stand out in front of everybody and kind of direct the crowd, right? Um, who are just born, like they want to manage what's going on around them and, and categorize mm -hmm. and tell people what to do and that kind of thing. Um, now, now is that leadership? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if people have this, uh, this innate drive to lead. Um, I definitely think it can be taught. A hundred percent think it can be taught. And I think one of the biggest uh, ways that we, we learn how to lead is by learning about ourselves and, yeah. uh, and taking a step into, you know, why do I do the things I do? And let's peel back that onion and, and understand myself and the way that I act and, you know, the way that, you know, I want to, uh, I, the culture that I want to perpetuate and everything else. And then understanding, you know, as you build out, uh, as you stay in for longer and you build out this kind of leadership philosophy and not everybody has like a written leadership philosophy, but most people have the standards that they lead by. Right. Yeah. And, and if you ask them for their what do they call it, your elevator pitch, right, on what you stand for as a leader, they'll be able to tell you, you know, what your what your elevator pitch is, you know, yeah. on on being a leader. But, yeah, I don't I don't know. I definitely think that you can learn how to lead better. Um, maybe there's maybe there's a gene for leadership out there yeah. that, that sets I, people apart. I'd say that because there was one time it was my last job. One of my last jobs before I got you know, into the military, uh, Bucky's. Um, I remember one of my supervisors, I honestly, I got good at my job. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't as complex as changing, you know, as working on vehicles. Yeah. Um, usually if there was a problem, usually the same solution to solve it the last time is the same solution this time. So yeah. that's why I got really good at it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I got put in somewhat a leader, uh, leadership position. Uh, what it was is, the Texas Roundup in the middle of the Bucky's shop. There, we're serving uh, barbecue. Okay. And usually there's the sandwich uh, sandwich makers, the runners, and then there's the guy in the middle cutting yep. all the meat. Okay. And kind of yep. directing like, hey, I'm gonna need another, you know, like, and just kind of like directing the you're running the show. Yeah. And I got put in there almost every day. So there was yeah. a schedule when you walk in, put your fingerprint in, and you need a little beep. It's got the schedule of where everyone's gonna be out that day. Yeah. At some point, I didn't even look at it no more. I knew where yeah, I was yeah. going to be. Yeah. And it was right in, <laughs> in the yeah. middle. And I think it got to me after. Because mm -hmm. I worked there about maybe two and a half years. Maybe mm -hmm. two and a half years. It was a long time. Um, and I'm going to be honest. That was like the one job that I stayed consistent at. Yeah. Um, 
but there was a point in time where the stress got to me and I exploded. Yeah. I I mean, not only did we wear these aprons that were jeans, so the weight, I was yeah, like seriously. cutting brisket in my neck. With, that's probably why I'm sitting like that right now <laughs> yeah, to this right. day. I know. I keep reminding myself of my posture. Sit up. Sit up. Yeah, I hear it from Rebecca all the time. She's watching. She's like, why are you sitting like that? I'm like, I don't know. My posture. I'll try to remember too. that last time. And then like yeah. the first five minutes, I'm doing yeah, so good. Back. I'm like this. Yeah. And then as we. I know. I know. Um, but he pulled me aside. He said, he said, Renee, like you have it but you're missing that one thing that's leading you into that management position interesting uh, and i i don't i want to say i know what he was talking about to this day because i think i solved it or at least got better at it yeah but patience in a patience, way patience yeah because like yeah. or like because i I let the stress build up mm -hmm. and then I just exploded on everybody. And yeah, so it's like, attacked, right? That's yeah. a big one too. So I yeah. think that's what I don't do, didn't do a good job of, of holding that in yeah. just a little bit longer to do that somewhere else, mm -hmm. wherever appropriate that would have been. Yeah. Um, yes, you're rolling into like an emotional intelligence type thing. So there's emotional immaturity and emotional emotional immaturity emotional maturity right so that that has to do with processing emotions like that so that it doesn't mm -hmm. come out at other people right yeah so are you talking about what, the five witches or? no 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 okay. no no because I, I literally landed yeah. on that exact spot yeah, where it's yeah. like i forgot they were talking about the five voices and they were saying this person yeah. like if you trigger these it's yeah. like they'll turn into the hulk and like i'm yeah. like i was like that's crazy how that landed like i uh -huh. that was my when I took yeah. the quiz, that was actually mine. It was a subcategory right. of like, it was imagine, imaginative voice with yeah. a little bit of, I think it was like E, I don't know the word. Like the, is it creative? Emotion. And I, I've oh, taken a lot of person. And, I think and it creative something was else. one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now that's that. So, so back to what I was saying, yeah, yeah. becoming a better leader and learning how to become a leader, you have to learn about yourself, right? Yeah. So, so you realize the way that you react to the, the environment around you and then and then you can say okay all right so now i know how i am and why i am the way that i am and so one you don't blame yourself for the way that you act right but then you can also put tools in place to stop yourself from you know exploding right because yeah. you already know that that's going to come when you get high stress that you can yeah. you can uh you know kind of reel it in a little bit yeah but in now so what you're talking about with with bucky's bucky's right so yeah bucky's yeah, yeah. but Bucky's. a quick shout out yeah she is a great support thank you for listening to <laughs> the stuff i go through i, I mean i yeah. try to make it quick when i get home that way yeah. it, it's not affecting our home space of course but you know she really helps you know oh yeah um yeah. get some of that out that's yeah. probably why it, it don't happen as much at the job mm -hmm. um and yeah. i think that's important but I it mean, sounds it like it sounds like you were a very very good manager managers manage things leaders lead people right yeah. so and maybe that's what your your manager was talking about now i get the positions called you know management or whatnot yeah. but but it sounds like you were really good at handling the tasks and solving problems but when it came to leading people that's where he was saying hey you need to you need to work on your 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 communication skills right yeah that's and that's really a big good. one that's Thank one of the you. hardest things for leadership right yeah. Thank yeah. you for that. Like, 
that, that <laughs> I don't was know really, if that no, 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 that was really good because I, I don't think I knew what he was talking about, but I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. that's what he was talking about. Yeah, that communication that's is one what, of the hardest things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really is. And, you know, we just did a, we actually just did a poll with our, our luncheons and we asked, uh, um, we asked different groups, different tiers, you know, what is the hardest thing about leadership? Because I was very interested. What I've been doing a lot of reflecting as I'm about to change out and uh, reflecting on my time. And did I do a good job and it, to myself? You know, how would I grade myself? And, you know, what's been the hardest thing while I've, while I've been in this position and everything else? And so, you know, I was like, well, I wonder, I wonder what my teammates would say is the hardest part about leadership, right? As I'm thinking about what is the hardest part about leading. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and the communication came up again and again and again. Yeah. Communication, it's so hard. And, and all the different, you know, not everybody said communication specifically, but they said being tactful, you know, not exploding, being patient, you know, mm -hmm. not exploding on somebody when you give them a job to do and you know the right way to do it and they're doing it wrong, but maybe they're yeah. gonna get to the same solution, but they're just not doing it the way yeah. that you wanna do. And just being patient, it's taken 10 times longer, but allowing them to work to the solution because- It grows them. Good leaders build the people to replace them, yeah. right? So if you're always doing stuff for somebody, might not mm. be the way you do it, but you have to you have to make you have to you have to lead yourself out of a job, right? You want them yeah. to replace you. You want to grow the best people behind you that you possibly can because it makes the team better. So yeah. but patience is a big yeah, part of that, I, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I know uh that was tough for me when I was in the last year position. I felt like if I didn't do it, it wasn't gonna get done. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And I was like I I stress myself out. Oh, I got a couple more gray hairs. Yeah. Oh, it. gosh, I'm completely gray. <laughs> Don't even talk to me about that. Um, <laughs> so you already mentioned the Start With Why. Yeah. I like the Simon book. Simon Sinek. It's good. I like the book. Um, I feel like at some times it catered towards maybe an entrepreneur who yes. wanted to start a business. And, yeah, yeah. But it also had some good, like, history that it kind of matched up mm -hmm. with, you know, philosophers or, like, people who – thought a certain way and who were yeah. just like, I mean, uh, Dr. Luther King, like uh -huh. he was, they talked, he talked about him of like, he knew the why. So yeah. people attached to that and then it just went on from there. Mm -hmm. And that's how he got a follower, uh, mm -hmm. follow, uh, followers from leading in that way. Um, so they talked, one thing I want to, I have, I have quite a bit of notes. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to write in your book. I, I stuck some. Hey, that, that book's <laughs> yours now. Okay, yeah, cool. I was actually going to ask many, you. I mean, yeah, keep it. Wait a minute. Yeah. Does it have... I know I stamped it. That's it. No, you can't you, sell it I on eBay. I didn't stamp that it. one. Oh, man. Oh, That's man. Definitely I, yours. I don't have the stamp now. Uh, yeah, well, it's definitely yours. Um, I thought the biggest takeaway, because he said why like a thousand times. Yeah. And capitalized. Yes. Um, and it began when he started talking about the golden circle, the why, what, I mean, the why, how, what, mm -hmm. and the importance of moving outwards from the golden circle, mm -hmm. uh, circle ra rather than starting, you know, yeah. inwards, working your way towards the why. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't, I didn't note it down, but I don't know if you remember that Apple one that he talked about whenever, he's like, imagine if Apple started with the, the what, how, uh -huh. and then the why. Yeah. Oh, man, I shouldn't bring that up because I don't think I'm going to find it, but. 
I, I think his point on uh, actually and now right it's, here. It's been a bit since I read it, but his point on Apple had to do with you know it was the the why was it was something for the people, right? Yeah, it was, that was the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It was it was supposed to be about the people. It was a movement. Yeah. So it didn't matter if it was an iMac or an iPhone or yeah, an they iPod. They changed their from App, uh, Apple computers. Yeah. They changed it from Apple. People would follow them. Didn't even matter if it was the best product on the market. They'd yeah. follow them, right? Did you well, have a quote you wanted to read or something? Well, here's the sales pitch. So okay. there, there's two different sales pitches and. Yeah. This is the one if you were working from the what, how, and why. He says, we make great computers. They're beautifully designed, simple to use, and user-friendly. Want to buy one. Mm -hmm. And then as you go down, they said, this is how Apple actually communicates. Mm -hmm. This time, the example starts with why. It says, everything we do, we believe in challenging the status quo. We believe in thinking differently. The way we challenge the status quo is by making our products beautifully designed, simple to use, and user-friendly. And we just happen to make great computers. Mm-hmm. Want to buy one? I was yeah. like, I mean, if you can compare the yeah. two, it's just it's totally different. Yeah. But I think I have a couple quotes that I did like, but there's some quotes that I didn't. I want to ask you a question first. Um, okay. What's your why when it comes to your job and oh, lifestyle? Man. And I think I wanted to follow up with the quote. Did I? Oh, this one. Why is just a belief? How is our uh, how is are the actions we take to realize that belief, and what are the results of those actions? When all three are in balance, trust is built and value is perceived. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it, uh, yeah, I I never really pen. This is going to be off the cuff because I never really pen down what my. That sounds terrible because I, I yeah. pitched the book, right? Um, I mean, you know, I don't I, have mine yet. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I do. But it, I, there's, I would be nervous in your situation. Yeah. Oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, there, there's a whole book that I actually have in front of my office right now that um, it, it's finding your why. So there, there's a oh, whole workbook. Oh, it's work the same book. guy. Yeah, yeah. I was just about yeah. to suggest that. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> it's blue it, letters. Yep. Yep. So it's yeah. it's in front of my. If you want to borrow a copy of that too, you can borrow it. Um, it's it's right out on my bookshelf. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. So there, there's a whole workbook that you can go through to to find your why, right? Oh, I didn't um, know. For it. your organization. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it'll step you through a bunch of exercises, and it should lead you to your why, and you can do it in small group settings, you know, large group settings. Um, I think they, they have like a number that's limited, uh, um, that limits how many people you should have that you do it with. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, so so what's my why for the team? Um, I, we're going to get sirens in the background there. Oh, snap. I'm just kidding. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, yeah, so so really my focus has always been on, uh, there, it's kind of twofold, right? So for for the first part of it is, you know, I the, the why behind it is that I want a, a team that is happy to come to work, right? So that's a big one about when we talk about uh, developing our t- big A airmen uh, personally and professionally, right? So I want... I, I really do truly want the team to feel like a family when they show up, right? So um, I've been in jobs where I've dreaded showing up to work. Yeah, they and, talk about that in right. the book about like, it's miserable. It's like if your employees are working in a crappy oh, yeah. place that yeah. you set before them, then and they're they don't believe treat, in it, right? Yeah, and then they're going to yes. treat the customers like crap, yeah. and they're just like, it, it's not good. Yeah, exactly. So, so if we can build, if we can work on the culture and build a culture that is welcoming and that takes care of each other, and that always makes sure to 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 kind of focus, and and so mm-hmm. I'll go to descri- to explain this a little bit more. I'll go into what my leadership philosophy is, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. So. 
the decisions that I make in that regard to wanting to take care of the people because the people take care of the mission, right? Um, I focus decisions that I make through, I call it through my lens. And it's, it's, That's you know, what it's, brought up too. it's super, it's super <laughs> lame. Yeah. Um, but so this is something I've developed over. It wasn't just for this position, but, mm -hmm. um, I've developed it, um, over a few years and, um, uh, it, it gets at, you know, keeping me true to my morals and what I care about and um, in, in the best way that I can serve my team that I'm leading, right? So the lens is just uh, an acronym, right? So the first one is listen. So listening to me is is extremely important. So, um, you know, I, I everybody says they have an open door policy. I, I try to be as open as possible. Mm -hmm. You know, whenever my door's open, people can walk in and they do all day, every day, right? Mm -hmm. It's honestly one of the reasons that I don't sit down at my desk. I stand all the time because I've got people constantly coming in. And, and I like to be able to uh, be engaging. I stand up when people come to my office uh, and to talk to them. I don't talk to people from a seated position, so I just stand all the time. Mm. It just worked for me. I have a standing desk. Yeah. Um, so if, you know, I always tell people if, if they're asking for my opinion, you know, if somebody comes to your office and asks for your ear, um, if you can, if, if, if it's possible for you to sit down and listen to them, please do. Because it takes a lot for us to go and ask somebody to listen to us, right? Um, so I try the best possible to give people the time of day if they come to my office and want to have a conversation. Yeah. Can I guess your E? What is? What do you think it is? I think it's engage. No, no. Oh, so dang. my that would have been a e, good follow. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> my my E is. Um, I was kind of mad at my acronym for this. So uh, it's it, it it kind of it's uh, it, it's excite. So okay. or energize. You can use either of those. But it's it gets to motivate. So that's my start with why. The okay. that's how I, I go to you know how do you motivate people? How do you figure out you know what motivates them? And and the big thing I talk about with that is that I, I'm a motivate with love. You know you can talk about motivating with fear or love. So there's a carrot or stick, right? Yeah. Um, so I'm always yeah. trying to figure out what is I'd, I'd rather not say hey don't do that or this will happen right you know that's yeah. a that's a stick uh, yeah, I mean he was saying like it's where it works yeah but it's like but at what cost yeah you know? so. and then you then you lose some trust too right if somebody yeah. says come and talk to me I'll listen to what's going on I'll, I'll listen to, to what's happening so that we can work on this symptom you know that that you're in to talk to me about right because there's accountability with it too and that doesn't mean that you sit down you listen to people and you're so soft that they just get one over on you and they walk out the door scot-free right yeah. there's accountability that comes with it but how can I hold people accountable if I don't understand what I'm holding them accountable for you know if you continue to punish a symptom and you're not dealing with what's going on with that person, then you're never going to fix the situation. It's just going to keep happening or get worse, right? Yeah. Or they're going to mask it with something else, and maybe you won't hear about what's going on, right? So if you really do care about the person, then you need to listen to them. Figure out what motivates them. So, you know, I wish I could do it with everybody, but um, uh, all of the senior NCOs and up who come into our team, they sit with me for about an hour, and I've got a whole list of questions that I ask them. And they, they sound kind of weird. Like, the first question is, like, when you were 10 years old, what do you want to be when you grew up, right? And they're like, why is she asking me this, right? Uh, but at all, I'm like, just bear with me, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that's like a speech tactic to. It's yeah. the attention getter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it also gets them to tell me, because it, it's never just like, I want to be a veterinarian, right? They go into, you know, well, this is what I wanted to do. Well, why, well, why'd you want to do that, right? I feel like a therapist sometimes, but yeah, yeah. well, why'd you want to do that? And then they yeah. kind of talk about that. And then, so, okay, so when did it switch? And when did you, because most people don't say, well, when I was a kid, I wanted to be in the Air Force. You know, some people do, but not everybody, right? Yeah. So then you're learning about what motivates them. And then one of the other questions I ask is, you know, what is the most cherished thing in your life? And, you know, a lot of people will say different family members 
numbers or whatnot. And and I ask, uh, or well, they'll sell you material items, but that tells you a lot about what motivates yeah. the person, right? And what they cherish in their life and what's most important to them. Yeah. Um, and then I'll ask, uh, who is who is your greatest influence or your hero in your life? However, you would you know say that, right? Um, and then talks to who they idolize and and who they want to be and you know where their where their aspirations are, right? Because some people say uh, different sports icons or or artists, artists. or yeah, yeah, or or uh, my dad or you know yeah. right yeah. So there's there's different answers that come with that. So um, so that gets after the motivation piece. So the E, uh, I wish it was an M for motivate, but it's yeah. it's energize, excite, whatever that is. So <laughs> yeah, right. So listen, uh, energize, and then the N is networking. Networking is so incredibly important. So I'm a connector voice. Um, I am not the the idea person. I'm the person that if you come to me and you say, hey, I want to I want to start a podcast. I say, hey, well, have you talked to this person and this person because I think they might have the stuff that you need to get started yeah. with that, right? So Go I'm a connector. Way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me let me let me link You're you up good, with these other guide, people. It's a good guide, you know. Yeah, I want to I want people to build those bridges. And I'm constantly looking for ways to empower people by building those bridges yeah. between their counterparts and other organizations, their peers within their organization, build every bridge that you can possibly build and never burn them. Even yeah. the people that make you really angry, don't burn the bridge. Cause you never know when you're gonna have yeah. to use that again, right? Or you'll have to lean on that person or you know, that something crazy might happen and you might be there with that person on that TDY or that deployment in, in or you might PCS into a base mm -hmm. and that's the person who's your sponsor, right? Yeah. Don't ever burn those bridges, just build them. Networking's huge. Yeah. Um... I mean, you. I was very. I'm not saying I was connected to my squadron, but I was very engaged in it last year, yeah. and I was wanting to do it again, mm -hmm. um, in a smaller way. Um, I actually applied to. Well, I was submitting my paperwork to be the treasurer. Nothing yeah. too too big, just yeah. to kind of just guide them, and I'll be on the team. You know, we're, you know. I'll tell you all the do's and don'ts and yeah. what didn't work out and why and it didn't work out. My lessons learned. Yeah. Um, then I ran into Parham, mm -hmm. and I told him about it a little bit, and then he was like, "You should probably get with the first four. Yeah, I was like, hmm, mm -hmm. "Okay, I'll I'll look at that." And he told me like he t just told me to branch out, yeah. see what else is out there, grow. And yeah. I was like, "Okay, I'll take a look." That's um, good all advice. The, uh, all the positions were already full, uh, full yeah. like the the you know the main four seats. Uh huh. Um, but deep down, I was like. Well, I'm still going to check it out. So yeah. they were looking for other committee leads. Mm -hmm. And when I submitted my application, I was like, well, I still want to lead something, but what can I lead? I don't want to do, I'm not interested in uh, professional development or outreach, membership mm -hmm. outreach. Like, I don't want to go to commander calls and other squadrons and talk yeah. about the KMC First Four because I'm going to be honest, I don't know how many people we'd get. Yeah. And I'll just be that guy who's mm -hmm. just talking and talking. Yeah. Hey, I, and, um, I feel you on that. And yeah. so <laughs> I was like, <laughs> um, that wasn't mine. Yeah. And so I was like, I wrote down, I would, my desire for this group is to start a podcast and represent the first four and yeah. represent the airmen and all in KMC. Yeah. And that was December. Yeah. And then January. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, here I am. And so, I mean, I yeah. think Parham, I, I mean, I told him before he went, I, kind of misses going away party and stuff because I was dealing with stuff. Yeah. Um, but I told him, I was like, I'm not saying you're getting all the credit, obviously, but I want you to know if it wasn't for your push, this yeah. podcast, I wouldn't be on episode yeah. nine right now. Yes. And I want you to know that. 
And I don't want you to feel like, you know, like I said, I'm giving you all the credit in that it's all yours, yeah. but I need you to know the impact you made on an airman. That's good feedback for leaders too. And that's to that's that. why I did that. Yeah. And because I, I know I love to hear that stuff, and that yeah. you know catapults me even further. Yeah. So I wanted to tell him that. So next time he doesn't hesitate to tell the next airman because he was like, because he's seen what he did, and mm -hmm. I just wanted to tell him. I mean, it was important to see his impact, so that's why I told yeah. him. Um, no, that's great. Yeah, and he was he was really happy to hear it. And, yeah. you know, he told me, he was like, but th that's all you. And I'm like, I know, mm -hmm. I know me and my team are working and stuff, but yeah. I'm telling you, we, I wouldn't have done this if it, you it's didn't It's weird the way research. that the chips kind of fall, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's neat. So yeah. S. Yeah, S, S, storytell. Storytell. Storytell is huge. I mean, in, in, in multiple ways, right? There's there's different ways that, that we storytell. So so one, just like you did today, is asking my story. You know, how I, how did I come into the Air Force, right? From somebody who just wanted to do four years to, to now uh, working on year 16. So um, that storytelling is really big to understand where people come from and uh, in their background and how they were raised or what's important to them, all that kind of stuff, right? Um, so that's an individual story. But then there's also a team story, right? And, and that's at all different levels. So our sections have stories, our flights have stories. Um, the squadron has a story, the base has a story. Um, but then uh, on, on like a broader sense, when I look at um, my leadership role in storytelling, it's to make sure that this, that, that our team is always, the story is out there, we're relevant. Um, everybody on this base knows what our team is doing, positive every single day and how they impact. And then the flip side of that is making sure the team knows their own story and understands the impact they're having. So mm -hmm. yeah, really, it's, I, I think storytelling is a really big thing. And, and a lot of times that's, that's where we, we forget mm -hmm. to circle back and say, hey, maybe you should get that, that briefing that tells you kind of behind the scenes, you know, the stuff the Intel Squadron's looking at and exactly what your impact was. Because, you know, sometimes when you're, you know, turning wrenches or cooking in the defect or whatever your job is, right, you, you forget that it's not just an impact on that one meal you serve or that one vehicle you turn out, yeah. but there is a, a bigger impact that we have here. There's a reason why we are here in Germany right now. And uh, and it, it reaches way past just that day-to-day -day, you yeah. know churn that you go through. Yeah, so. and you, see it, you see it closer than the others, so that's yeah. why you're well. constantly trying to yeah. tell others about what we're doing mm -hmm. to, to keep them going. And, and that's, I mean, I I love to hear that stuff. I can't speak for everybody, of course, but I mean, of course that's going to make me like I mean, that's like I said, whenever I was out of college at home, I just mm -hmm. felt like I yeah. was like, what am I doing? Like yeah. I'm, on, I'm six more years and I'll be 30. Yeah. What's my impact on the yeah. world, right? And so like yeah. now that I'm here, I remember I made this small little joke while I was on the phone with uh FaceTime with my family. It was yeah. on I think it was on Memorial Day, or I don't know. It was, I think it was on Memorial Day. I don't know when it was. <sighs> Dang. Okay, I think it was Memorial Day, mm -hmm. but I mean, we had a four-day weekend, so I was yeah. I was having fun chilling. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I remember they were all in the living room, and then my goodbye was like, "I hope y'all enjoy y'all's freedom" or something. Yeah, like it was like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was like I had to be there moment, yeah, but it yeah. was like everybody started laughing. Like mm -hmm. I said it jokingly, like, mm -hmm. "Well, I'm gonna 
go back doing my thing all the way over here serving. Yeah, you're welcome. Right? Yeah, 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 you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy your freedom. Yeah. And then they all started laughing, mm -hmm. and then we kind of hung up. But, like, that's yeah. the stuff that, like, um, I do think about. It. I was like, you know, like, I'm, I'm glad that my parents and my family and everyone who knows what I'm doing is, like, you know, I mean, I don't even tell them the impact. They already... They're yeah. like you're you doing. See it in the news. Yeah, right? they're yeah. they're like so happy regardless mm -hmm. of knowing the impact or not. So, yeah, um, it it does get back to you know when we're talking about what's your why and how how do you want to drive a culture in in the unit to you know for everybody feel like they're part of the team and and they have an impact and everything. Yeah, I mean that's a big part of it to to yeah. create a sense of pride within the team. So if I can, you know, yell from the rafters, you know, this, the VR, sorry, I guess I'm not supposed to use no, it. No, no, you're good. You're our good. team is, <laughs> is, is great. And we're doing amazing things every day and, and, and look what we can do. Right. Yeah. Um, then anytime one of our teammates is, is trying to get, you know, a package pushed through or, or to go off and do a special duty or, or whatnot. Um, our, our brand, you know, our patch, our name is already seen in such positive light that, you know, it's that because of that, that teammate is, is has a step up above everybody else already. Mm. Right. Because because yeah. uh, the reputation's out there, you know, and, and we should all be proud of that reputation that, you know, we are we have such a positive reputation. And that was one of my main goals. And uh, and one of the things I was driving towards was to make sure that we had this flawless reputation. And, yeah. and I mean, I didn't do that, but I can tell the story about everybody else and the, and the great work they're doing. Yeah. And if you never circle back around and tell the story, then, you know, all that work just kind of happens and, and then never gets told yeah and then it, somebody yeah. else gets credit for it right yeah so, yeah absolutely um i know i kind of went off topic but no no you're that's good that's how i focus my decisions and and yeah it seems kind of lame but no i think uh, it's important because those who are desiring i mean we're gonna be put in those leadership positions all the junior enlisted who want to stay in and want to test to that next step yeah like these are stuff that we have to adapt to and learn um, because it's very important because we're going to be you know hu humans you know are going to be depending on us oh yeah and uh, young 18 year olds and mm -hmm. you know maybe a airman basic 35 year old what, whatever it may be yeah, that happens and, too, and so right? yeah i think it's very important that you kind of you're giving your your ways of doing it that's working maybe somebody can adapt it mm -hmm. to their own ways change it up a little bit or maybe just adopt your way and it works for them too so i yeah. think anybody who's listening right now um you know who is desiring to be that great leader a, a good influencer yeah. um anything that you can say if even if it's just one person like it it, it matters no it's good um, yeah, the probably the that just reminded me. Probably the best advice I ever got was when I was in uh, I was in a course to take uh, this position, and there's a senior leader who got up in front of us, and you know they're training us to be in the position I'm in, right? And uh, and the first thing that he said was, you know, not everybody leads the same, and you don't have to lead like me or lead like them. You can be an introverted leader, and I'd never had anybody say that to me before, mm. and I was like, oh. Because, you know, all this time I had been kind of pretending, oh, I can be the extrovert. And then when you get home, you're exhausted. But then it was almost like being given permission from a senior leader to say, you're allowed 
to be uncomfortable, you know, in front of people. You're allowed to um, to be drained by being in front and going out and engaging with people. That's okay because not everybody leads the same way and not everybody has the same personality traits, yeah. right? So what you just said was, you know, people are going to, to take little pieces of what you learn from your mentors, maybe yeah. stuff from the people that aren't really good leaders that, you, that you've served under, yeah. um, and you're going to build your own philosophy and like take based the opposite off of that, of that. Oh, yeah exactly so, yeah. For, for the negative ones definitely yeah. the opposite of yeah, yeah. um but yeah and you're going to build your own philosophy based off of how you operate right mm -hmm. so mine works for me but it and doesn't work lead for on, everybody lead, lean on kind of the people that you're close to in your work area yeah they're kind of on the same level as you yeah to kind of get a feedback of yes. is there anything that Ugh, and be so important open to yes. criticism like that yes so i think um we pretty much covered a lot of this topic uh within that one question which is good um i think i want to ask you maybe two more questions okay from this one i did ask some good ones actually yeah I, i'm gonna ask you one more and then i'm gonna follow up with a quote i wrote in the book okay uh how many situations do you find yourself in uh, making on-the-spot decisions as a leader. Gosh. Can you give any examples? Oh, I understand if you don't want to be too detailed, but yeah. you can even just say like on a daily, how many times do you have to oh, do that? Man. And then the quote that I liked yeah. um, is, when faced with a result that doesn't go according to plan, a series of perfectly effective short-term tactics are used until the desired outcome is achieved. So as leaders, influencers, mm -hmm. we come into times where it's like, mm -hmm something happens last minute now you got to do x y and z oh, to yeah. get it done yeah um how do you kind of feel yeah. in that process do you go in there 100 percent like i'm gonna make it happen whether Goodness. whether it happens or not do my best yeah okay so uh, so a couple of things first off i will say um that in my position i do not make decisions by myself mm -hmm. right never that would be real silly yeah. Um, so I, we talk about the triad a lot, but you know, I've got that SEL position. I've got that shirt position, uh, for a reason. And I lean on them and not just them, you know, I have my supervisors, I've got my mentors. So if they're really hard decisions that are coming to me, of course, I, I lean on them to, to help me. Yeah. Um, so the, so how many, how many times do I have decisions that come to me? Um, or even that, as, as, that pop up? um, since you say you don't make decisions by yourself or yeah. just amongst the people who are making that yeah, decision. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, multiple times a day. I mean, you know, it's funny that you throw out numbers. Um, one of the other commanders had, had done a, had had done a tally and said, you know, in this position, you know, you sign about 20,000 documents in two years, right? So a lot of those, I mean, some of them are just, you just signing decorations and whatnot. And yeah, you review them, but it's not really a decision, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but a lot of those are decisions about people's lives. So, you know, every day there's a decision about somebody's life that comes forward, whether it be a reenlistment or somebody who's trying to apply for a special program or, or who gets in trouble or <laughs> extension. Yeah. So those are probably the hardest, you know, and, yeah. and I say I say those are the hardest um, uh, because, you know, that whatever decision you make is going to have a drastic impact on, on somebody's every, life. And, right. And not only that, everyone else. In a, in oh, a yeah. Way, so. yeah. 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 So it impacts the team and impacts the member. Um, it impacts the member's family. It, there's you know, it's not just about that mm -hmm. one incident, that one person. Right. So those are hard. But those are not those are not quick decisions. I, I will tell you that those ones take, you know, there's a not only is a triad involved in that, but um, but legals involved in that. And there's discussions and we talk to the member. We go through the lens. Right. We talk 
to the member, we we figure out what's going on, all that kind of stuff. So there's a whole calculus that goes into those mm-hmm. things. Um, but then when when things that come to us that that need that that feel urgent, right? That need yeah. a decision. You know, um, we're being tasked to do this, that, or the other. It has to go now, 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 right? Or it's a weekend thing that pops up. Um, so one of the things that that I have that was taught to me in a previous job, and that I've really I really appreciate learning and trying to work on myself too, is to be a responder and not a reactor. So, you know, uh, somebody throws a grenade into the office, uh, you know, not, yeah, not yeah. a real grenade, but yeah, a yeah. big problem, right? Somebody yeah. throws it into the office. Um, so, so you can match that energy and, and be like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? And, and, you know, get out of control emotional, right? So that's an emotional reaction to something. Yeah. Um, or get angry or, you know, uh, yell or pound the table or, you know, whatever, right? Um, or or you can receive the information and you can be thoughtful and respond to it, right? So I, I think of the, when you get an email that really ticks you off and, and you want to respond back emotionally angry, right? You write that angry email, that's a reaction, right? So then you delete that email because it's not professional. And then you write out your your thoughtful response, yeah. right? That has tact, that can, has the patience. You can patience, start that, that last email with, uh, as per my last yeah, email. Yeah. Or with all due respect, right? <laughs> with all due respect, yeah. Um, but but you, think, you think about, okay, so what's the intent of, of what's getting, it, what we're getting at here. So what I what I've done to people who bring grenades into my office mm-hmm. is uh, is we we kind of peel back the onion a bit. And we say, okay, let's let's name the problem statement, right? So let's figure out what the actual problem is, right? Because you you hear stuff and it's and it's brought to you with this energy that's up here, and you're like, this seems really important, and we're all up here, and we yeah. need to make a decision right now. Um, but Can I we ask might... a follow yeah, up question mm-hmm. that could probably yeah, tie yeah, into yeah. this stuff? What are your thoughts on the the statement, you can't please everyone? Oh no! You definitely can't please everyone. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you yeah. like accept that fact? <laughs> how do I accept it? Because um, like I think hmm. that really messes with leaders. So I didn't mean to cut no, you off, no, but I felt like all. in this decision making that you're doing yeah. with the triad or whatever with uh, the Grenada <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I, I feel like in making these decisions, yeah. you, you have to accept like some people aren't gonna like this. Yeah. Some, some people are gonna like this. Some people are gonna yeah. not care. And so it's like, how do you? Yeah, you, you have to, it's, it takes a little humility. It's not about you. It's yeah. not about you. You are a figurehead sitting in a position. So yeah, you make a lot of decisions, but uh, you are replaceable. You're, if I get hit by a bus, I'm replaceable tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm not the organization. So, um, so I'm gonna make a lot of decisions. I'm gonna sign a lot of documents. I'm gonna make a lot of choices. Um, I, I hope that it's in the best interest of, of the majority, right? But there's always going to be somebody who who's angry, and I, you have to laugh at it after a while because yeah. you know you you make uh, you make a decision to do um, PT outside because people said that you know they were too stuffy inside, and then people complain it's too cold outside, and then they want it in the afternoon, so you move it in the afternoon. But then they complain it's too hot in the afternoon; they're too tired, so then you move it into the morning, and then people complain that they can't you know get out of bed that or, early, right? Or, so because uh, we're individuals, in right? The, in the shop. Uh, yeah, they wanted exactly, out the shop, but right? mo- most people voted for the shop. So right, I was exactly. Like, Wait a yeah. minute, what happened? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so we're going to have disagreements because we are a diverse group of people who grew up yeah. differently, who have different opinions. So I think that's what right? leaders need to be prepared for yeah. and like understand. Like, and I think I've gotten some um, peer, like not peers, but uh, supervisors have talked to me yeah. about that. Uh, mm-hmm. They were like, whenever I had was in a position mm-hmm. to make decisions, yeah. they're like. You're not gonna please everyone. Yeah. So make your decision to the best of your ability, and you know you live Mm -hmm. with it, (laughs) own it. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, you're not going to please everybody, and uh, not everybody's going to like you. Some, I'm sure there's people who really don't like me in the position I'm in, and I have to be okay with that, right? You know, yeah. I, I, it's not a popularity I, contest. I would hope that most people are happy with the choices that I make, but at the end of the day, if they're not, then, you know, I, I have to be comfortable in saying, you know, I am – I am staying in line with my morals and I'm making decisions that I think are the best for the team and I will take that feedback and I, I actually encourage the, the negative feedback. When people say, why did you do this? Why'd you do that? I love it because it gives me a chance to say, uh, well, I might, I, I might have been wrong in that decision, but can I walk you through how I made that process, right? Am I yeah, the, yeah, the decision-making yeah. process? I and mean, maybe you'll understand my perspective. You yeah, might not like you it have still. To, you have to be calculated. And yeah. Like, I there's mean, there's no, usually no. a reason. There's a method behind the madness of the choices. Yeah. I don't just willy-nilly make choices about things, right, or decisions. Uh, usually there's a reason behind it. You know, people talk about the yeah. leave-in travel uh. policy, and they get angry about that. But let me let me walk you through. You might not agree with it still, <laughs> but this is why. Yeah, uh, Rebecca, yeah. she actually went to a promotion ceremony. I think it was in December. Um, or when was it? Remember, they asked her a question on stage asking, like, now that we're moving into warmer summers, can we yeah. look about what she said? She laughed at your response because she was yeah, like, what, "Oh, she shut down." What do you remember the response? I mean, I think you just said, "No, I think it doesn't work." Yeah. Oh, was yeah. It was PT, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, can, can, we, can, we, can we think about moving into the afternoons? Yeah, and I was like, "No, I don't think we're gonna do that." Yeah, yeah and she yeah. just found that so funny. <laughs> I was like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. like, no, I like it in the mornings. Next question. <laughs> Any, anybody else? Yeah. Yeah, and, oh, and, but good. it goes back to it that I, I know that I'm not going to make everybody happy with PT, yeah. right? And it's, you know, it's, and I, I, I used to joke too that, you know, if everybody's there in the morning and they're all like huddled together before warm yeah, up. We were, and that's what we were not doing correctly. Right, we weren't right. all cuddling. Cu yeah, cuddled together. <laughs> and now if everybody's angry Man, and some they're. Some people will be showing they, up with no jacket. Right, and no, shorts and t-shirt i'm like of course you're cold you're not even dressed appropriately oh, but no they yeah. weren't even phased <laughs> yeah fair fair maybe they like, moved here from where my are you from because <laughs> yeah. that is crazy Can but if everybody's frustrated about it and they're they're complaining about it together hey i'm like look that's a win for me you all are you're all on the same team and you're all talking together and you're yeah. all laughing about it fine well, if it's if it's aimed at together. me that's fine i'm <laughs> yeah. okay with that because yeah. it's not about me right if if my goal if the intent of of my tour here is to bring the team together and take care of them. I, if if the team is brought together, even if it's against me, I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know, it, it, I it's, I say that a bit in jest, but you know, if, if it's something like PT, that's okay. If mm -hmm. you guys are all laughing and complaining about it, you're doing it together at least. So yeah. I'm, I'm happy with that. Um, yeah, there oh, were yeah, there were a couple there really bad ones. I, yeah, I, I, that was crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, right. It builds character, right? That's what they so, say. <laughs> I kind of, we're going into the question segment. Yeah. Um, these are just kind of shoot and go to the next one type of questions. Okay. Um, I would say I'm going to give you the first question, and then this is one of my favorite questions. I can't, I keep asking it. Okay. I, I think I'm going to keep this question throughout the entire podcast. I'm trying like, to think of what uh, it is. Podcasts. Okay. Uh, picture, picture yourself in a world where you never joined the military and okay. you got to work your dream job. What would you be doing? Oh man, I you know I th that one's tough the because yeah, no, I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think so. I, I didn't appreciate the the skill of piano until until I think I was in high stress jobs. Yeah. Uh, what would I be doing? I don't know. I was on the track to to be pre med. 
So I don't know what I have found funding for college a different way and gone. It's hard to tell because I didn't really know what I wanted to do. It was kind of a, well, you know, successful people become doctors, I guess, right? Yeah. So I'm good at math and science, so maybe I'll go down that route. Um, but right now I've got a biological science undergrad, an MBA, and then a logistics PhD. So, so none of those things really kind of correlate, right? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I think I was kind of a lost soul, and uh, and the Air Force scooped me up. And maybe that's why I stayed yeah. because I found the fulfillment that you were talking about. I, mm. I found my sense of purpose immediately within those first four years. I found that with the Air Force, and and was able to, you know, I spent in the first four years. I spent a year living in Afghanistan as an air advisor. You know, seeing stuff I never thought I'd see. Mm. Right. So, um, so yeah. So I, I just kind of got hung up. So I don't know. I don't know what my dream job would be. Yeah. I've, I, I still don't know what I want to do after, you know, I take the uniform off someday. I don't know. Yeah. No idea. <laughs> I know I always wanted to be a mom, so maybe I would have been a, just yeah. a stay-at-home mom. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's I think I would good. have gotten bored with that, though. I don't know. Nah, um. you, you can definitely go on. You don't have to take leave to go on cruise ships. To, there you go. The amusement parks. I don't know and, if we would have been able to afford it, though. So I guess that's the, the trade-off. But I yeah, wouldn't yeah. have met my husband if I wasn't in the military, too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's I don't know. I think I'm in my dream job. I, I think for me, I used to love this game called Roller Coaster Tycoon. I said, yeah. I, I just want. <laughs> what are you laughing? <laughs> I wanted is to that own where you build the roller coasters? Yeah, oh, okay, well, okay. it's a, you build theme like parks. A Sims and I, type I always. Thing? Uh, yeah. Okay. I wanted, to build, yeah. I wanted to build theme parks. Yeah. But like, I envisioned it as I was actually like controlling it. Like, and I was like, no, yeah. that's not possible. But yeah. I mean, that's that's that's, like a, that's a that's a dream right? of mine, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, cool. So, what's your number one stressor when it? And these are questions that people some people submitted. Yeah. Uh, what's your number one stressor when it comes to being responsible for many airmen and how you go about combating it? Number one stressor, I, I'm I, so and it's gotten better, but. Um, I'd say this, the things that I, I, I correlate number one stressor to the things that I lose sleep over. And, you know, I average like three to five hours of sleep a night. But a lot of times I'm up worrying about people. And it's, it, it's interesting because the individual changes a lot. But so, so that leads into mental health, right? Because I'm worried about, and, and it was the first year and a half, it's gotten so much better. And oh, thank the Lord. But, um, but I was always thinking about one of our teammates. And are they okay? Are they going to be okay? Did I make the right choice? Whatever the decision was, mm. um, you know, uh, trying to, should, should I have, you know, uh, asked them to come and talk to me more? Could I have helped more? Should I, should I have done something different? Right. Um, so, uh, so we had a, we had a couple really rough situations with teammates, uh, in the first 18 months of, of my, my position here. And, um, and there were, you know, there were some moments where, you know, where I would sit with, you know, the first sergeant and we'd just be like almost trying to catch our breaths because we felt so lucky that it didn't turn a different way, right? Um, and, and some of those situations are really hard. So number one stressor, oh my goodness, are, is the team okay? Okay. Is that and you know you think through it you say are are my airmen big A airmen are my airmen okay because yeah. we've had we've had people of all ranks have issues right so are my airmen okay um, is my is my family okay with the time that I that I'm away from them yeah, right so that's second in this job so are my airmen okay are my kids okay is my spouse okay right um, because it's been really hard two years on them too um, and then the last piece of that is am I okay because I had some health scares too in the last two years so so that 
that's kind of uh, stressors as you walk out from it, you know, is the team okay? Is my family okay? Am I okay? Yeah. Right? And as, as you kind of so walk through it. So how do you kind it, of yeah. go about making sure, like combating that, like uh, you just communicate more or? Ooh, that's tough. Um, I the, this sounds stupid, but um, I, I focus it back. I focus it back through my lens. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I sound like no. A it's good. This is when but I start getting the non-verbals oh, well, from the I team. Mean, <laughs> like, stop talking about lens. No. Yeah, no. Uh, that's yeah. It really is though. But because if you just think about the basics I mean, of it, you gotta have tools. Yeah. I mean, we. I mean, I've heard from leaders, supervisors, like. Mm -hmm have those tools Fall back on it. your your pillars yeah. i mean like it yeah. all goes back to the basics yeah you know what what they were trying to teach mm -hmm. to us hoping that we'd retain yeah. it after we left basic yeah. um and there was a reason for that mm -hmm. and, I, and i do see why every there's a reason why you can't forget your water bottle anywhere right what if that right, water right. bottle was a rifle uh, yeah exactly you, you left it yeah, you, exactly. left it in a rush mm -hmm. and now you, now you don't know where your rifle is and right. then now yeah. You're still accountable for it, so mm -hmm. if something happens and you know if something bad happens, and who's oh, who's yeah. it going to be to blame? You. Yeah. So I mean, there was always a reason for something in BMT. Yeah. yeah, the tools are important, and and I, I say that yes, of course we've with the people that I the people the teammates that I worried about the most, um, we did we walked through the lens with them, right? Brought them in and talked to them about the situation. What's going on? Are you okay? Right? You know how can we how can we uh, show you know you talk about motivate with people who are really really struggling is you try to build out a future plan right so that they can see that there's a light at the end of the tunnel right this is a really tough situation you're in right now but you know there is going to be a better it's going to get better right and this is and kind of walk through and talk about it right so that's you know we walk through the lens with these individuals how can i networking how can i connect you to the right people to help right whether that be other family members or getting you to inpatient care or whatever right um and then storytelling make sure that they understand how valued they are and how important they are and the impact they have on the team right so so the lens works for that right but it also works for my kids and it also works for my spouse so um you know when my kids start acting out and getting in trouble in school and i am never present for them right and I'm very distracted when I am home because my phone my work phone goes off constantly and I have to go yeah. into the office to sign stuff because it's an emergency for one of our teammates right um and my kids start acting up so then I need to I need to break out my lens for them right uh okay so uh, I'm gonna take one of them who's having trouble and let's let's just go even if it's just walking around the commissary together or the exchange together let's have Not a conversation right no, I see <laughs> commissary. I'm there all the time right yeah. yeah um but but listening to my kids and saying you know just the same as I would with one of our teammates is you know what's going on like I know that this this isn't normal behavior for you. Um, I'm not mad at you about it, but I'm it's you're worrying me because yeah. you doing this is a symptom of something else, right? Mm -hmm. So not to go all like work mom on them, but yeah, uh, but it applies, right? And and then how can I motivate them to have positive behavior at school or wherever the situation was, yeah. right? So yeah, that's that's good. I mean, um, like I said, anybody can use that. I mean, I can start thinking about lens too. <laughs> Um, that's good hey it's yeah. not it's not trademarked you can use lens Go this for it. is another question that came uh came through that i've kept yeah. uh is there any advice you were given from an older person when you were younger that you didn't take that you wish you did if so what was it advice from an older person that i didn't take um I mean, a simple one. Oh, no, go ahead. No, yeah, I, I was just going to say, uh, so we talked uh, briefly about it before. Um, I also had a huge problem with tact. 
when I was younger. Mm. Um, I, I thought I knew better than everybody else and I would tell you to your face, right? No, that's stupid. I know the answer, right? Um, and, you know, as uh, when you're put into a position where you're leading people, you realize quickly that that doesn't work. Right. So if you're demeaning people and uh, and you're a know-it-all and, and you might be right, you might have the right answer and, uh, yeah. and and you might just be, you know, well, look, I'm just trying to lead them in the right direction. Right. But you have to realize that that if, if you're breaking somebody else down instead of building them up, you're not helping them. Right. Even if you have the right answer, you have yeah. to bring them along with you. So um, I was told early on in my ROTC career as a cadet, because I had a, I, had a sh I didn't have patience, so I had a short fuse for patients with others when they didn't understand mm -hmm. the problem, like the solution to the problem, right? Um, so I got markdowns in what we would call leadership laboratory because I wasn't the person that, um, I, I wasn't the good leader. I might have had the answer to the solution. They'd give us problem sets and they'd put us in a group and they'd figure out who the natural leader was, right? And right off the bat, I'd look at it and especially if it was something I was good at, I'd be like, ah, Here's the answer, right? And they're like, no, you failed. Why did I fail? Because you didn't bring your team with you. You just solved it, right? Yeah. You, didn't, you didn't bring the team together with the problem. So, um, and I ignored that for a long time. So it really took some hard lessons when, you know, when, when I was the first time I had a flight command position, the first time, you know, I was really working with a group of, of airmen or peers and had to solve a problem. And I tried to be a know-it-all and then I was put in my place, you know, nobody yeah. wants to work with you. Right. Mm -hmm. So I wish I had listened earlier on, I think, in, in, as a college student to that and understood how important it is. It's not always important to be the person who's right. Yeah. And, and now I, I don't. I don't care who gets credit for, for the ideas. If it moves the team in the right direction, fine, everybody else take the credit. That's fine, right? And, you know, I joke about um, if you want to, to get, if you know the idea is the right idea, but you don't own the risk on that, you need somebody else to sign off on it, uh, the best way to get that across the finish line is to make the person who has the authority to approve that think it was their idea, right? You, you pitch it to them as if it was their idea and have them come to the solution, right? And if they, if they then pitch your own idea back to you, sounds like a great idea. I'm 100% on board. That was, that's a really, really, really good idea. Let's, let's, how do we make it happen? You know, and, mm. and it doesn't matter who who own who gets the credit for it, right? Um, yeah, and I had a to unique perspective. Yeah, but I had to learn that, right? I wanted the glory. I wanted the credit. I yeah. I, I solved that problem. I want the credit for it. No, instead <laughs> of whispering to all the teammates, "Hey, I think this is the answer," and then allowing them to see what I see, and then together we come to the solution, right? That's the much that better really way to go. That sounds familiar. I felt like I read that somewhere. Did you? Am I stealing yeah. it from something? No, I, I don't think I should say because I think it's illegal for me to say oh, where no. it's from. <laughs> oh, no. It's also verbatim because I just Yeah. Oh, so I should be teaching ALS. That's good. Yeah. yeah. You go, go right on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I don't I don't know. I have never been to ALS, so so I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, it's... <laughs> Oh, good. Okay. All right. Yeah. So um, maybe there's maybe it's not all just uh, just jibber jabber that I'm coming up with. Nah, not at all. <laughs> if you had uh, to eat and drink one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh my goodness. Eat and drink one thing for the rest of my life. If it was one thing. Yeah, one food. Oh, man. One uh, one drink. That's tough. 
Yeah, so now this it, is it's either it's either alcoholic or non-alcoholic. No, no, it's no, not alcoholic. Oh goodness, my yeah, yeah. that would be a, a bad life. Yeah, can't go um, wrong with water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what type are, of water? Water though? is great. Gas I, or no gas? I think it would need gas. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's go. I think it would need gas. I think it would need to have some kind of a flavoring. flavoring. Yes, some kind of a flavoring yeah. in it. Yeah. Um, but I will supplement Mio's. You can drink that. Oh, but I can you, put that you, in. Okay, fair, fair, fair. Yeah. You know, with the food immediately, this is this is my this is my problem. Solver brain, my mom brain. I think Donor? is no. What I'm thinking oh, immediately. Okay. What is the most nutritious thing? If I'm if I'm eating one thing for the rest of my life, what is an all and so I'm going to like a like an udon, like a rom, like a real solid that has like a like a bone broth in it and like oh, noodles okay. like and vegetables. Okay. Yeah. So I'm thinking, you know, maybe. Yeah, so it might that way you can kind of cheat the whole. I mean. No, it's still, I'm just it's thinking, still food. Yeah, I'm no. just thinking nutrition-wise. Yeah. Like, if I'm only eating one thing, like, yeah. if I say, like, Cheetos, like, I'm I'm dying pretty early, right? Yeah. That's not very nutritious. <laughs> you got to drink a lot of mineral water. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I don't think that would even save you. Your insides might turn orange, no, right? That's good. I don't <laughs> – I think – Yeah, what's yours? I would, I would stick with water. Yeah. <sighs> Dang, I love both gas yeah. and non-gas. It's okay. all depending. Like, if I'm just Man. chilling, sitting down – I kind of want still. Can you get like a soda stream though? Is that is that cheating if you like have just water and then I, you get a soda stream? Nah, water's water. I'll just oh, say okay. both. Okay. Uh, and then eat. I'd probably just go. I I want to eat street tacos. Like I need the That's street good. tacos. Like That's authentic. Mm-hmm. I mean. Now, what kind? I mean, like I said, there's a lot of kinds. If so. you're just going with a truck, that's that's not fair. I feel like that's cheating because oh, you can man. switch it up every night. I don't know then. Yeah, and then all the toppings that go on that too, like you're uh, like that, that's like on. that's a part of the taco though. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's basically a yeah. soup when you're putting yeah, I like. Guess that's true. Yeah, but I'm not changing my soup up every okay, day. Okay, what would I get though? Tropo. Trompo. What's that? It's goat. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, nice. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. I Well, I, barbacoa. Okay. I, I love that stuff. I think I've had it before. I don't I, I don't recognize the name, but I think I have had it. Yeah. I do love some street tacos. Those yeah, are those are, man, can't wait. That's why I'm, that's <laughs> one of the reasons why I'm going back. No, I'm yeah, just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, we're going to we're going to start the skit. We're getting towards the what? end. A skit. Uh, yeah, that's in okay. what's in the description. We're gonna have we're oh, gonna man. we're gonna see who has the best dance moves. He's gonna cue the music. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I was like, look, man. No, okay, it's a it's so I, look. I shared my heart si- with you today. <laughs> si- simple, simple skit. Mm-hmm. Where we're gonna try to go as fast as possible. Uh, okay. To be fair, I didn't think of any. Okay. Um, I didn't pre-think of any. We're gonna do three rounds: that's, truth, that's truths, true and a lie. You're the one who came up with this. What true, but I didn't think anything? too far into it because I was like, I'm gonna put on the spot to think of two truths and a lie. So we're gonna do three rounds. The host and guest will give two truths and a lie about themselves. The it is up to the opposing player to guess which is the lie. The player with the most round round wins and gets a prize. A prize. Yes. Okay. So, so quickly. <laughs> yeah. We're going to think of two truths and a lie. Okay. You go first. Okay. I'll go okay. first uh, on the spot. Let's see. All right. First statement. Yeah. Um, I worked at Burger King and I was the mascot. Okay. And I have two sister-in-laws. Okay. And then two blood sisters. Okay. And then the last one is I got married in December 2020. I think the first one's lie. Dang it. <laughs> 
<laughs> I should have made that one the truth. Uh, okay, you got yours. I can know. Um, I, I, I did that. I did that. I, this is where I said I, I did that on the spot yeah. because I didn't want to be unfair and have them all preloaded already. Whatever. Goodness, I'm not. See, I'm not good at lying. I mean, I'm not. I had to look at you good. like the whole time yeah. I was saying because the moment I look away and I say something, yeah, I was like, right, "Oh no, right. that's the lying you got one." Tells, yeah. yeah, and I like to read body language too. So, yeah. um, okay, let's see. Um, I have. Uh, I have four daughters. Um, I have been married for ten years. Um, oh dang! Oh, hold on. Yeah. You think of the lie. Um. No, let me start again. I don't want that one. All right. I have four oh, wait, daughters. No. <laughs> I have four daughters. Um, uh, my husband is a soldier. Um, and... Do you mean uh, was a soldier or is a soldier? I said is a soldier. Okay. And um, let's see. I am farsighted. Dang, that's a, <laughs> that's a hard one. Which one's the lie? You know? Wait. <laughs> I want to say, wait, what? Your husband is a soldier. Yeah. That's a lie? That's what I said. That's what you think the lie is? Yeah. No, he's a soldier. Oh, he wasn't, he's still active? Yeah. Well, oh. he's, he, so he's a reservist, but he's on active orders here. But oh. even, even as a reservist, he's still a soldier. Oh, well, no, I thought if he would like got out already. Yeah, no, 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 then, he's still, yeah. Yeah, he's still serious. He'll be at the, he'll, it was he'll be at the, the event in uniform, yeah. That was the lie? Which one was No, what? no, no. Yeah. Four girls? Yeah. I got... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've, got, I've got three daughters and one son. Oh, dang. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't forget my son. I'm my, sorry. I'm <laughs> Oh, guy. man. I need to... This is the comeback now. Here we go. <laughs> All right. No way. All He's right. going to have tells. He's too okay, honest. That's yeah. why he's trying to hide. I'm not. His face too. I'm not looking anymore. <laughs> okay, I got one. Uh huh. I got one. I don't. Oh, I got one. All right. I have three black cats. Okay. I ride a Yamaha R6 back okay. at home. Okay. And then I have my my parents were born in the 1960s. Okay, the cats. That's the lie. Yeah. No. It's... Oh, did you tell me a different motorcycle? Is that what... did you ride? Yeah, bikes, I did. Oh, come on. I was like, oh, she knows I ride a motorcycle, but she don't know which one. Though. Oh man. <laughs> No, it's a Honda CBR. It's not nothing too fancy, but it was a good okay. beginner bike for me. I own it. That's why yeah. I still have it. I'm looking to get a new motorcycle, but my one year expired, so I oh, need to take man. the class. But I haven't oh, rode since, and mm -hmm. I didn't even bring my motorcycle over here because yeah. it wasn't going to pass the inspection with all the modification it has on yeah. it. So that's an, see, that's another reason I'm going uh -huh. back to the States. Um, yeah, that's I mean, fair. Three cats, though. That's oh man, cats. that's work. I love cats, but that's yeah. three. Salem, you think think the cats are gonna be okay with the new baby? One hundred, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. Good, good. Yeah. All right, all right, cool. Uh, so, uh, Salem, Sabrina, uh -huh. Uh -huh. and Silas, all S's. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pretty so, cool cats. You got, I love you them. You have that like witch theme. 
kind of yeah 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 teenage witch is that what that's all yeah <laughs> salem witch trials yeah and then what what silas is silas that, uh, is, is a character from vampire diaries okay he's one go. of the yeah, oldest yeah. vampires so it still has that kind of yeah. like theme spooky theme yeah got it yeah all right that's last cool. round one to one here oh, it goes man. Oh, down man. to this if we get tied we might as well play rock paper scissors okay yeah all right <laughs> Um, oh wait wait hmm. i haven't even what oh never mind i okay. still gotta guess to, for it to be tied yeah 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 you're right <laughs> yeah hold on a second wait what yeah is that how that works okay um okay uh i have an australian shepherd um i own three homes and i drive a honda odyssey that, yeah, I know that you drive a Honda Odyssey. I remember. That's the van, right? That's the van. All right. Um, what? Are you helping? No, no. I know I know that you have the van. <laughs> I, I've seen the van. Yeah. No. Okay. You don't have a dog. I do. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Dang. I still don't have a point. No. <laughs> yeah, I have an Australian Shepherd. Yeah. Oh man, three <laughs> homes. What you own? Shepherd. Yeah, yeah. He's he's old man. Oh, yeah. I never seen him. I yeah, guess I, I didn't look too deep enough. He's been in, in the Facebook. office a couple times. <laughs> Are you stalking my Facebook? Well, I look, mean, I, I try to do so much. Down. <laughs> Dang. It's not all that good, but it's kind of locked down. Yeah, it is locked down. I was like, well, there's not much. <laughs> yeah, and my spouse doesn't post, so yeah, he helps I, me out with that. Do, do you have the A missing for some reason? Yeah, it's actually, it used to be, I used to have the rest of my last name taken off, but as I got closer to leaving this position, I put it back on. Okay. So, so my full last name is showing now. Okay. But it was, uh, it was advised that, uh, you know, you talk about not everybody's going to like you, right? Yeah. So people look for you, for better or for worse, right? Oh, dang. Yeah, so, that's, so I, I went a little up. incognito for a bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, this is this is it. The last round. If you get it wrong, I would have to get it right. Then that would actually be a tie. Yeah. Okay. I got to think. Ooh. So at my college PVMU, I was the Black Panther mascot my freshman year of college. Okay. I also was the high school mascot of, of MacArthur High School, so I was General MacArthur. Okay. And then my favorite color is white. The first one. No, I was out. Oh, the, the the lie is the white. Panther. Oh, your favorite color. <laughs> I didn't think of the lie while I thought of the truth, so I had to lie real quick. But so what's no. your favorite color then? Oh, my favorite color right now. I mean, it's always been red. No, no. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, see, it's red. He says right now it changes every day. Well, I mean, look, at, at one white. point, at one point, like a while back, it yeah. was purple, same as you. I liked purple. Yeah. Um, you all just talk about your favorite colors all the time. No, I tell well, you I our think favorite colors. I don't even know. Uh, hers is is black. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I like red. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know why. Red. I just, I think, I don't yeah. know. It's just a cool color to me. Um, all right. So you won that one. Well, I mean, or I didn't get a point. If I did, if I don't guess this it right, this is your game. I don't know. <laughs> no, if I don't get it right, then you mm. win by one point, and we just got yeah. it all wrong. But uh, 
crap. I can't believe oh, I said man. right now, Frank. Uh, okay. Um, let's think. All right. Um, okay. Uh, our family. <laughs> I'm going to go back to cars. Our family owns two minivans. That one. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> lame, right? No, no, our family owns two minivans. You have um, to. Let's see. Um, What's the lie? I graduated from Our Lady of the Lake University. And um, in Texas, it is in Texas. Yeah. Uh, look, you're fishing for more information on each of these. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Crazy. Sorry. I'm sorry. Crazy. Yeah. And um, let's see. Uh, oh man, I had one. Oh, um, let's. Uh, in in college, I played the viola in the symphony orchestra. So you went to Lackland at some point. That's probably where you got some other, the one of the three degrees or something. Yeah. So it can be that. I believe you got two minivans, so I'm going to do the last one. Yeah. It's, that's a lie? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Look at that little <laughs> <laughs> investigation. I do you know, play the viola, but yeah, that's, I didn't have the time to play uh, <laughs> in college. Wow, that was pretty, I mean, I'm a little... So what is that? We're tired? Yeah, that was pretty what good. I said, mean? you went to Lagland. It's Our Lady of the Lake is in Texas. I yeah. was like, and you said you have like three degrees of some sort. Yeah, that's where I got my MBA. Okay. And then my so. husband's a copycat. He also went there for his MBA. So yeah, okay. that's why I got it. But. Um, one and done, rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, how are we doing this? I don't uh, know. How do you do rock, paper, scissors? Okay, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. You ready? One and done. It's best of three. You can't just do one. And, can you? Rock, paper, scissors. Okay, okay. okay right, just right, don't right. pick scissors. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> oh, oh what? Why'd you say that? She actually picked you, scissors. You put it in my head. Why'd you do that? And I freaked out too. I put it in my own head, man. Okay, right, don't pick scissors again, though. Ready? Stop. Rock, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Dang it. So I went. Oh, we're still going? Oh, okay. I won. Okay, all right. <laughs> the prize. Please. What's the prize? Do I get a day pass? Is that what it is? Oh, man, we were hoping. <laughs> uh, that's what I was trying to win right now. Um, so I know you kind of like those life guide books. I, I love know. them. Yeah. I don't know if you read this one. What is it called? Uh, the One Thing. I have not. So I'm going to be honest. I don't know what it's about. What's but it, it is. Yeah, I was going to say, what, who knows what it's about? I mean, it, it kind of it says the one thing delivers... When it says the one thing, it's talking about yeah. the book, delivers extraordinary results in every area of your life, work, personal, family, and spiritual. So it's like, it's asking what your one thing is. It's kind of like a why. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, cool. on behalf of the KMC First Aww. Four and the After Duty Hours team, we want to give you a Thank gift. you. I love it. I am. So, we I just guess. ask you, don't forget this, because every gift we have given to. No way. <laughs> they've this is forgotten mine. it. I'm going to stamp it immediately, and it'll go on my shelf, and um, I'll make sure that it gets picked up with an accompanying package when they come. Awesome. Uh, no, I am, I'm all for I'm trying to build a bigger library, so uh, mm. most of read my a book books. a day. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I can get through a whole book a day, but um, I read while um, I, I run every morning at 5 a.m. and uh, I listen to books on, on audio. So yeah. I'm an audible. That's fan. how I got yeah. on. That's how you got through this. there. Yeah, yeah I but get distracted I like... too much. <laughs> <laughs> what y'all laughing at? 
<laughs> right? You know, look, so it's so funny the way that you change as you get older. I'm old now. As you get older, I, I would never have thought of doing that when I was younger. But now it's this is my decompression. And, and I, if I don't if I don't do my run and listen to my books in the morning, I am I'm a mess. Like if you want to talk about like how do you manage the stress of like certain jobs? I need that. I need that. You know, and it, it, honestly, it's, it's really it's not. It's like mentorship. It's like you just pick and buffet. These, I love it. It makes books. me think, right? It really yeah. does. It makes me think about what about why I do things, right? Yeah, As they're what, going through different things. How are you going to handle situations? Yeah. So. But I don't just do leadership books. You know, I'll do uh, books about marriage. I'll do books about um, about children. I'll do books about. Uh, uh, by uh, families of origin and the way your parents raised you you know i i love that social science you know let's let's talk about why mm. why you are the way you are and how you became you know amanda famano right or how you became who you are yeah. i love learning about that and thinking about it so that's mm -hmm. that's how i kind of de-stress and it keeps me from thinking about when i listen to music it's just in the background i'm thinking about my stressors constantly i'm making yeah. lists i'm going through what i have to do for the day when i've got a book on tape or you know i'll say book on tape that makes me sound really yeah, old yeah. uh when i have audible on then uh then i'm listening to the book and i'm i'm actually you know learning something and and yeah, going through kind of like a podcast can do that. Yeah, well. yeah, 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 definitely. I have listened to some podcasts, especially the ones that are that uh, offer you know themes that I want to get yeah. after and grow. Outside. Um, yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh no, it's coming down. No, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah. Thank you so much. No I, problem. I will. Um, I will add this to my shelf, and uh, honestly, I will probably put it on my Audible um, if there's an audio version, and I will. I will listen to. It. I just finished a yeah. book, so I'm. I'm open for, for a new one. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're welcome. And um, we're getting to the end of the podcast. Yeah. Um, is there any any last words or any recap, whether it be to me, uh, to the people behind the camera, or anybody listening? Any, like, last-minute kind of, I don't know, the farewell kind of advice that you would give to somebody who's trying to strive in your footsteps or anything oh, that goodness. we talked to? I don't know if anybody's trying to strive in my footsteps, but um, I, I think that, that what you're doing here and what the team's doing here is, is absolutely amazing. Um, I love, yeah, right. <laughs> I love when, uh, when people find a way to give back to, um, to, to their teammates that they work with and, and connect in a different way, right? Because um, that's, that really is what we all need is a little bit more connection. So this is a method to, um, to connect and, uh, and I hope that it's making a difference in people's lives. Um, I, but I like the direction you guys are going with it. So, so definitely. Uh, words of wisdom, uh, I, I don't really have all that much to give. I, the things that I've learned is, you know, be, be a responder, not a reactor, right? And the lens. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Focus. Listen, That's my lens. Excitement. Network and storytell. Story Listen, tell. excite, network and storytell. Yeah, focus things, but not, not you know, that's my lens, but fo yeah. figure out what your lens is, right? And, you know, you can come up with your own goofy acronym, but uh, I will say as a piece of advice is start thinking about, even from, you know, our most junior airmen, think about what your leadership philosophy is. And, you know, you can, you don't have to call it that. You can just, uh, you know, talk about, like, think, think about what you stand for and why you do the things you do. Um, and if you want to put some acronym uh, together about that, fine, that's great. But be able to tell people that develop that elevator pitch that you can say, 
say, this is who I am and what I stand for. Um, and that, that is the first step to, um, yeah, to build your leadership philosophy. Kind of, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. it's great. It, it, and it's really good advice, right? Um, but uh, yeah, that's, so it's not mine, obviously. Yeah. I'm just passing on regurgitated thoughts. But yeah. um, the other thing I would say is, you know, in line with the networking is, is help people win in if you can, right? Um, always, always be available to help people and always empower those around you. Um, so on all of that gets to the same the the same end goal of of building your team to be better and to replace you right mm-hmm. um, yeah and and I think that anybody would be successful with those things you know if you if you're working to build your team up and have them replace you you're going to keep going further mm-hmm. right well so. thank you Amanda Fumano course, for being our guest on this episode nine of After Duty Hours we are coming to a close as always. Uh, me and my team always appreciate our listeners and for everyone supporting us and we hope to see you on the next episode there should be a few more episodes coming out this month Uh, i know we took a little vacation but that's because my team and i we do good work and you know uh, a break is well needed sometimes and i think that's important to to speak upon Um, but thank you and we'll see you next time thank you